Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in again to my second podcast. This is Marilyn Marie, and I thank you all for checking my first podcast. Um, I'm excited, and I'm excited to continue on with this journey as you all walk with me through domestic violence or domestic abuse and me segments. I was just sitting here reflecting on my God. And I just was reflecting on how far he brought me. And words cannot even express how much I thank him for where I am at today. Today is February 2nd, 2019, Black History Month. Let us celebrate Black History Month all month long, and not only all month long, but every day is Black History. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. For the Lord allow us to wake up another day to be among the land of the living. For God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So as I stated, I was sitting here just reflecting. And I was just saying to my younger self, if I had to say to my younger self, why did you stay? That is the question. Why did you stay? Why did you stay in that awful 13-year relationship. And as I reflect, I stayed because I just was trying to prove that I can make the relationship work. Trying to prove that we are the perfect couple, perfect family. Going to church. Hmm. And making everything seem like everything was just great. I stayed because I was afraid to leave. Bottom line, fear. One word, fear. I feared that no one wanted me after having six children. I have five beautiful daughters and one handsome son. And their age ranged from 25 to 18, my son being the youngest. I truly thought that there was not going to be a person out there in this world who would dare take on the task of having a relationship with me, loving me, loving my children. Heck, most men these days don't even want to be with a woman who has two, let alone six. And I really thought that my abuser was so insanely crazy. I really thought that he will hurt possibly the next person I should choose to be in a relationship with if I was given that chance to be with another person. I really thought that he may can even kill me 
you know, in his mind, he can do what he want to do. He can be with whoever he wants to be with. But not me. Not I. I had to stay at home and raise my children because he didn't want anyone else raising his children or babysitting his children. If it wasn't me or very close family members. I lost out so much in life during those times and... And and to this day, I really regret it. I really regret just staying put, knowing that I didn't have to stay put. So in my reflection, aside from fear and my children, religion plays a very big role when it comes to a relationship, marriage, etc., etc. You know, because I was the mother of six children, there was no way in the world you could ever marry or be with anyone else uh, because you are the mother of six children. You have to marry the father of your children can't be with anybody else because you have all these kids I repeat you're trying to do the right thing even though the right thing is really the wrong thing and I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen out there do not succumb do not succumb to any one person that tells you you have to get married or that you can't be with anyone else because you have all these children. You choose who you decide you want to marry when the time is right. Never let anyone force you. Never let anyone get into your head. Get out while you can. You know, reflecting on my life as to why I stayed would be hours of this podcast. But, you know, I named a couple of things, a few things, as to why I stayed. I wish that I had that one or two friends, maybe even family members, who was able to see through what was not real and come to me and say, Marilyn, you have to get out of this. Your life is in danger, possibly even your children. I didn't have that. You know why I didn't have that, ladies and gentlemen? Because I didn't never let no one in. And you want to know what's the crazy thing about it? The crazy thing about it is that it's not like in his family, they didn't know he was being abusive to me. They knew mother, sister, cousins, you name it, aunties. They knew he was abusing me. They knew. And said nothing. 
if they did say anything, I would be shocked. I don't recall anything in my memory as to them telling him to stop beating on me. Stop cheating on me. I was really, truly all alone during that time. And I never sought to seek help. And being a mother of five daughters and one son, I've taught my daughters as much as I can when it comes to life. My son, as much as I can when it comes to being respectful, young man, and how to go about a relationship from a woman's perspective. I mean, I can teach him how to be a man as another man, a real man can. But from a mother's perspective, from a woman's perspective, I can teach my son. And I have a great son. I have great daughters, strong-minded daughters. Might can be from the experience that they've seen me gone through. Nonetheless, great daughters. I'm asking you all to, if you're in that circumstance where you feel that there is no way out, know that there is a way out. It may take some planning and you taking some safety precautions because that's first. You want to keep yourself safe and your children safe or your child safe. But there is a way out. I plead with you all to not stay. You know, a lot of people will look at it in the eyes of someone who's never been abused and question your state of mental. Oh, she's crazy for staying. Oh, but if that was me, it would not never happen. When you have somebody who's looking from the outside in, they could never relate. So therefore, they will down you. Just like the abuser will make it seem like, well, it is your fault. You were the stupid one who stayed. You this and you that. That's not true. It is never your fault. You are not to blame for anything that has taken place in your life that was traumatizing, whether it be domestic abuse or sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is another topic that I would talk about most likely in maybe my, my third or fourth episode because I can recall being sexually molested in kindergarten. I remember his name, which was a classmate sitting next to me. And that's another topic for another discussion in our future podcast. But I am advising you all to take time out to reflect for those who are victors. To just thank your God for getting you to a place of safety. Getting you to a place where you can speak out and save someone else's life. We must all learn to come together. 
and continue to fight this fight to end domestic and sexual abuse. We must bring about awareness that's going on behind these closed doors. So I'm asking you all for those who are out there who may not know the number to a hotline and you want to come forward and break your silence, call New York State or New York City if you're in this New York City state area. Call the Domestic and Sexual Violence Hotline. Their number is 1-800-942-6906. If you are in the New York City area, I advise you to call 311-1-800-621-HOPE-4673. Hope. There is hope out there, people. I ask you all to be safe and carefully consider your situation. If you're in danger, get out. Get out. Reach me. Hit me up on my email, palms upon my hands at gmail.com. I will walk side by side with you. You are never alone. If you guys have any questions, you all may want to ask me that you may feel that I should talk about during future podcasts. Please send me in those questions. If there's something that you guys feel that I neglected to bring up within the first or second segment, please don't hesitate to hit me up. I ask that you all be well, be safe. And for you women out there, I want you to be bold, be beautiful, be free, and most importantly, be you. God bless you all. Until next time, grace and peace.